Country roads take me home to a place I belong. West Virginia, mountain mama, take me home. Country roads. <laughs> Quay, thank you very much. I, I actually much. wanted you to keep going. <laughs> <laughs> thank you very much for opening up the show, man. Well, thank you for having me. Thanks for Pleasure coming down here. all the way from Barry there. Absolutely. I really appreciate you spending the time and coming on our little event here that uh, uh, Carlito, he's a little busy there. What's going on? What do you mean? I'm busy <laughs> like you. <laughs> what are we going to talk about today, Quay? Talking about all kinds of stuff. Talking about people needing to structure their business more. Talking about getting more workforce action. All the generational powers fighting each other. And Off then mic, you were telling us that you're 24 years old. How are you getting all this structure, business structure action thrown at you? Uh, sacrificing all my personal time. I got no social life as of June when I landed my first contract. Uh, my neighbor actually, he works for... Um, Somerville Nurseries. I don't know if I should be name dropping, but no, you could I'll be name dropping as many as you like out there. So, um, yeah, he told me that they have mobile trailers for the uh, migrant workers that they bring in. Okay, so yeah, they bring in migrant workers. They house them on site, and he was looking for some work done, kitchen and bath, and everything. I landed that contract, and then from there, one of the employees, the actual owner son of that company, I'm now doing a job for him. So. As I'm kind of doing all that work, I'm just kind of making a bunch of Excel documents and I'm just trying to structure everything and build it so that so I can make you're it just, repeatable. You're just a sponge. You're just like looking yeah, oh, for the information. That's why I'm here talking to you guys, talking to trying to put myself in the industry leader avenues and whatnot, right? I'm yeah. always trying, Good trying for to you, learn man. from the, the people that know the stuff. People, that places, and things. You realize that at 24, you're not supposed to be doing that, eh? Yeah, I know. I should be out partying and yeah. doing all that shit. Yeah. But, yeah. That's not true. You should be. <laughs> you should be doing be. exactly what you're doing. Quaid. That, that's where I'm let at. Me, let me give out this, the, the detail here, right? So it's Quaid Sturdy, right? Yeah, Quaid Sturdy. S Sturdy Contracting Company, and then it's www.sturdycontracting.ca, Quaid at sturdycontracting.ca. Instagram yeah. handle? Sturdy Contracting Co. S Sturdy Contracting Co. Yeah. All right. So... I'm excited about this one, Carlito. But you are. I'm just, you know what? As, as much as like we do this show and we, we're hitting the milestone of 200 shows, and I do want to give a shout-out. Let me give some shout-outs here. VentureX is our, the, yeah. the home here that we do the show. You know, like they're, they're, this is a nice virtual office, and I, I totally like it. I dig that they gave us the balloons here. So That's anybody who's checking out for a virtual office or you want to get a boardroom or you want to record a podcast, this is where we are. So I like it. I like it a lot. But, I mean... We do 200 shows. We hit 200 shows. We've met so many different tradespeople. What? What are you laughing at? I'm just laughing because <laughs> I remember when you said you wanted to hit 200 shows a couple of years ago. I haven't told you what I want to hit next. And, and I know I could just imagine what you want to hit. Stop, you've been looking at my ass the whole day. <laughs> no, 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 not that. It's not about you, Carlito. It's not about me. It's about Quaid, okay? I'm, I'm fascinated it's because... It's not about me. It's about the construction line. Exactly. That's what it's about. So honestly, I'm, I'm impressed that you're 24. I'm envious because I wasn't that hungry at 24. I was kind of all over the place myself, as I'm sure a lot of people were. Yep. But now you're like taking the initiative to get hungry and to listen, to understand. And I love that you're not afraid to reach out to anybody. And I, I totally am proud of the fact that Carlito and I and also Jim, we, we've done this show where 
we've given the platform for people to reach out to other people that have been on the show so that you guys feel more comfortable with them because you've heard their story. You've heard where they came from. You heard what they did and you want to pick their brain. And I like that. I like that a lot. And that's what really the show is all about. Oh, so here you are now. I want to hear your story, how you got it all started. We were curious about it. And then let's get into your business, man. All right. Sounds good. So... Yeah, getting started, uh, my dad actually owns a high-voltage contracting company, Sturdy Power Lines, and uh, I worked with him as a kid growing up and whatnot, kind of in the industry, so I had that back-end, kind of the freedom of what comes with owning your own company and all that. So I had backdoor access to that. I went to college to get into electrical engineering, and then I was like, not for me. Dropped out after a semester being there, did the whole partying shit. So I was in res for two semesters, but I was only in school for one. So had a semester <laughs> of fun. That's some good math. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, a year of partying for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I got my partying out of the way. I had fun with it. And now it's just hustling to get to that point of actually living life and doing the things that you want to. So once I dropped out of college, I needed to get into work. One of my parents' friends that they boat with, they're actually doing real estate investments. I started in with them doing labor shit, cock and trim. And it was, I'm a huge fan of quality work and stuff. And yeah. the rental stuff, of course, you know, rental quality, it's not that Slumrol great. So Slumlords? Now that I look back at other rental properties that I've seen, this guy actually did pretty good work. So I'll give him credit for that. It was still like, I wanted more. I wanted to hit those higher things, see the nicer finishes and do that. So worked with them. And then at the tail end of high school, I broke my collarbone three places, had gnarly surgery. I was actually a bigger kid. What was then, the action? Motorbike? Um, bicycle, road bicycle. I was going to bike into my friends <laughs> um, and going down a big ass hill, ended up going over the front handlebars, broke my collarbone three places. I fractured a collarbone. It hurts, man. And it's really funny when you try to lift up your arm. Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> I vaguely remember being on the side of the road and just being, I called my friends. I was like, hey, I whiffed my bike. My arm hurts. My knees are all banged up, yada, yada. Sure enough, some uh, an older couple, I guess, saw me on the side of the road. They called ambulance and then took me in. I woke up to them in the hospital, do a million missed calls from my friends saying, where the fuck did you go? <laughs> <laughs> Ended up bedridden for a while, just waiting for that to recover. Then I was doing construction. I left that company to get the plate taken out of my collarbone and then ended up wanting to look for other stuff. I was in the kitchen for a little bit. I worked in a factory and I was like, oh, I don't want to do this shit. <laughs> ended up reaching out to one of the employees that was at the first company that I started with because he went out on his own. I started up with him. He didn't want to structure the company and like the whole hiring people and stuff. He just wanted to do the 1099s. So he got me to start my own company and I the just 1099s. <laughs> so they're labeling this now? Is that how they're looking at it? What do you mean? Like 1099s. 1099s is like the subcontractor form or whatever that you're supposed to give out. So yeah. like it's just kind of that's how I kind of say it. They just wanted 1099s. So I started Cuz they they didn't want to have to deal with Thanks, Jeff. See you, man. Take care. Take Pleasure care. You. Um, so they, sorry. <laughs> yeah, three o'clock in the morning. Come back. <laughs> We're gonna be here. Come back. Come back. I'm telling you the truth, man. <laughs> I'm gonna be right here, man. He told me he's gonna be in a speedo later. <laughs> Just the blazer, though. We're gonna be here. <laughs> <laughs> See ya, 
man. Uh, sorry. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. I mean, they do it because they don't want to have all the employee responsibility. Yeah. They don't want the payroll. They don't That's want the all. WSIB, all that stuff. Yeah. So I ended up, again, I was happy. We were talking how they're, uh, to me, in my eyes, they're just breeding competition because you're going to make people start a company and then go from there. And now I have my own company and now I obviously want to do it's true. bigger and go more. So I still have a lot to learn, of course, and I'm trying to stay humble with my abilities. Oh, yeah, I'm sorry. No. Uh, I'm trying to stay humble with my abilities. And as much as I'm kind of taking off more than I can chew and whatnot, I'm talking to the guys that know how to do those things. And I'm trying to sponge as much info as possible and then really put myself so that I can do nothing but just grow and expand. Who gave you that initiative? That would actually come from my uh, my mom's dad, uh, my papa. So okay. I vividly remember as a child doing work we were cleaning out the uh the back shed area and whatnot and he told me to go and do i forget what task it was but he told me to go and do this and i was like no i'm gonna take this water bottle inside probably because i wanted a break as a kid and i was tired of working hard because he he was a slave driver he made you fucking work he was I, smart oh yeah absolutely <laughs> no i respect the hell out of him came in dropped off the water bottle or cup or whatever i was bringing inside came back out he grabbed my arm and he was like your supervisor, whoever the hell is above you, like your commanding officer, they tell you to do something, you fucking do it. You don't do and go and do your own thing. And like that, that's the key thing that's just ingrained in me is like you work fucking hard and you do what you need to do. So mm. kind of from that, that's what I tap into to be like, nope, get your shit done, handle your stuff. So I'm, I'm against limitations. I think it, even though like some people, like I know you said you don't like to hire anyone that's under 26 oh. and stuff. Um, <laughs> no, well, hang on a second. Let's. I said I don't Thank like you to, for but bringing that if up. you <laughs> prove yourself and you bring what I need to the table, it's okay. a different ball game. Okay, yeah, yeah. When I, I heard think that, the audience was... heard it differently. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, pretty much from that, I'm just like, I can handle whatever. And if there's something that I don't know how to do, I will put in that sacrifice like again i've i've given up a good chunk of my social life to take those hours to learn what i need to so i can go in the next day and actually execute that task and if i still don't think that i have that ability to do it i'll sub it out to someone that i know that can so wow. i've actually kind of used your podcast as almost like a prospective sub trade list and if i've seen the name on the podcast then i'll i'll try and use them beforehand i gotta ask you quaid you think that there is a way to balance it where you don't have to eliminate complete all of your social life and have the work life absolutely it comes to building a team okay you have you have the people that do stuff like right now um so i'm actually currently in the process of hiring one of my buddies from public school i'm getting him on i've just signed up for wsib i have all that shit going he's actually trying to be in landscape but he was looking for winter work and i needed extra hand so i'm getting him on the books using that so again it just comes with a team the more people that you have the more time that you can get back right now i'm wearing all the hats i'm trying to do this and that like um actually i was listening to the alaire podcast with oh, norbit and uh yeah, yeah. norbit and uh, curtis. curtis yeah so they were talking about the entrepreneur operating system eos so that was actually really cool to hear just because again I think the construction industry needs a healthy dose of structuring and people actually yes. caring about business. Everyone is damn good on the tools and stuff and they know how to do the work, but a lot of them don't know how to run a company. And that's where I'm trying to kind of make that more of a mainstream thing in the business. You should be 42, not 24 talking like that. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm just saying. No, like you, oh, thank you. Like it's yeah. very impressive that you're already seeing what most don't see in the beginning and they eventually learn to see it. 
Yeah, I've I've been again lucky. Like my parents have been a huge resource to me. I, like I still fucking live at home and I'm operating a company and stuff. So I'm definitely very lucky that I've come up with that and I know kind of that back end business side and like even to kind of gross my dad a little bit, his business his structure could definitely use improvement. It's across all industries. It doesn't matter if you're a window and door guy, high voltage or whatever. Like anything that you do, you can structure it better to increase workflow. So I'm just trying to make that so that it's repeatable so that you can kind of copy and paste it across things. Like is it easy for you to see from the outside and look in and see other contractors and the way they're running their business and where there's holes? So I kind of do wish that I actually had more experience and exposure to that. Like the two brothers that I worked for, again, they could definitely use a healthy dose of structuring their actual company side. It's mainly just the one brother that's kind of running that show. And then the other one's mainly like on site, kind of acting like as a superintendent almost. Yeah. I've thought about actually kind of wrapping up this project and going for working for a couple of other companies just to kind of see more holes and kind of get That would be more. a good move. I would say that would be a good move because then you can learn a lot more. That's like theory and practical. Yeah. Yeah, because that's the thing. Like, again, I've always been against school. Like, I failed social studies in grade four or something. And then, like, right when my parents got that report card, they're like, what the hell and everything. And I'm like, I, I don't like school. It's just not for me. Even when I went to college, like, I was in it for a little bit. And then I just kind of lost the passion. And then once that was gone, like, I like to learn what I want to know when I need to know it sort of thing. And that might just come from being an entitled it, gen z but no, wow. but it's, it's it's not so much against school as much as you're just against the way school teaches yeah because you be you 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 learn like when you're on a construction site you know this that like you're learning oh, everywhere yeah. every day you learn you learn from other people and how they run their business and you you pay attention to other friends that are running different types of businesses in different industries you're learning from that so it's just the way that they teach school formal education needs to be revamped oh absolutely like, yeah, on like, all levels my mom's a teacher and all i hear is her like complaining about different stuff about the the school industry and whatnot and i'm just like yeah like the public school system it just doesn't work it, it needs a serious overhaul like i think we should take some notes from some of the like scandinavian countries apparently they have quite the systems where they actually kind of let the kids like pick what they want to learn and then they focus that energy towards that so that seems to make a bit more sense than just pumping out nine to five workers right and I also got a major gripe against formal schooling here in North America. I'll just speak on Canada's side, but they don't teach you business sense. They don't teach you finances. They don't teach you how to basically organize yourself or keep yourself out of debt. They don't teach you any of this stuff. There's and I no honestly believe they do it because they want you to be in those situations. Well, yeah, it's easy to keep a whole kind of thing in like a financial trap right yeah. it's all the rat race and you keep everyone just in debt and trying to buy new flashy things and everything yeah and it's an easy way to keep them there questions carlito <laughs> he's doing well just on his own <laughs> i'm pretty impressed with him if he came here to impress me about guys under 26 he's doing a fucking damn good job my hat's off to you, Thank you. And by the end of this i think i'll be taking it off for you <laughs> No, but I mean, at 24, so technically you're not a millennial, you're Gen Z, right? Yeah, Gen apparently Z. I'm Gen Z. You're, Gen Z. you're an old soul, man. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing. Like, I've I've dabbled with the partying and everything, and as much as I like it, it's just I, I'd love to have the money to do the actual partying, like going to fucking countries with your dirt Ooh. bikes and going, like, touring around and doing, like, that shit that's 
actually like making memories and stuff like blacking out every weekend that's easy to fucking do like <laughs> as that's jeff, easy as, to do <laughs> as jeff was leaving and, yeah and but hang on a second <laughs> jeff's successful <laughs> it's true it's true he's he's balancing both of those man <laughs> you're taking a look at systems you're checking out the way people are running their businesses yeah, I'm trying to even like from quotes that I get kind of like right now, I've been acting as a general contractor for the past, uh, like the first job that I've on and then this job. So I'm kind of taking quotes that I get from sub trades and kind of like picking out different things that I see that are good. So like some people will include like square footage of this and that or like this finish, this material, whatever. So I'm really trying to take info from all these quotes that I have exposure to and really merge them all into thing. And even again, to different industries, I'm part of a mentor group called Accelerators Organization, and it's trying to get you from zero to a million plus revenue. And then from there, it's kind of like you go into, if you want to, you could go into Entrepreneurs Organization. And How did you come across that? I ended up following this guy, Sean Thomas is the guy that um, created it. So I ended up stumbling on his Instagram followed him for a while and then in june when i landed my first contract i'm like hey if i'm going off solo i should get some kind of guidance for kind of business stuff so i signed up for that it's like 125 bucks after the exchange a month and you have access to a bunch of mentors that have all created million plus revenue businesses so i'm in that and i'm chatting with those guys and it's really good because you have exposure from people from all different industries there's branding people there's photographers that's actually who i was just uh chatting with over at beer town there met one of the members there so we were just networking and then you guys said that it, we're on for set time so nice. we booted right over so you're getting your information from wherever you possibly can absolutely i'm trying to sponge everything like again we we have technology i don't think there's an excuse to be broke nowadays we have so much information at our disposal and if you use it properly you can set yourself so far forward in the future just by like spending those two to three years while you're young because then you do it now while you're 24 and when i'm 30 i can be out blacking out if i want to but i have that option right i can yeah. do the hell i want at that point, do we have so. any awards here <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're not there yet carlito we're, we're not at the tcl awards uh giving away thing okay man uh i totally agree with you i totally agree with you that that's why the i disagree with the formal school the formal education because there's other ways of getting those those answers out there right but ultimately your goal what type of a construction business you want to built i mean you've thought about this i'm pretty sure you have absolutely so ideally down the road i have have you ever heard of master format no no okay so that's something that you guys should look into too master format is it's kind of like a a guideline of different divisions of construction so division nine is finishing so you have like tile painting stuff like that um three is concrete six is woods plastics and composites stuff like that so i've kind of i stumbled across that from uh jesse lane which is an actual uh he's a youtube contractor and stuff he'll throw a bunch of stuff out there i found master format through him and i've kind of based that on stuff so ideally i would love to make this so that i have a company like an umbrella company and then a company in every single one of those divisions that would be like the way down the road end goal so and each of those companies is what taking care of different segments of the business 
I'd almost end up being like a, a holdings corporation or something like that. And then having like a division one, two, three, four through the whole thing. So like even electrical plumbing and stuff, those are 22 and 24 or something like that. I forgot the exact numbers, but I'd love to have kind of like a board of advisors on each of those. And then they can even either run their company or make it so that like systems are structured for that. So again, anytime I'm going in, I'll try and just take as much from quotes and kind of copy them to whatever division that is and see how I can structure things for that for down the road. That'd be the thing. Like the way I see it is it'd be awesome to have, you know, like those kind of shipping, like Amazon Fulfillment Center where it's yeah. just a building with garage doors everywhere. Yeah. I'd love that with number division over each of the fucking doors and you back your truck in and you have all your drywall stuff in this bay and all this and that bay and everything. I have a company in every fucking division. That's pretty interesting, man. That's pretty aggressive. Yeah, again, yeah, I want to I want to do like absolutely huge things. I don't believe in any limitations or anything. I think if you do it and again, like obviously I can't do this myself. That's yeah. why I love to no, come No, you got a partner, you got to yeah, speak to other people. You got to chat with other people, industry yeah. leaders and stuff. So like again, the first time I heard you guys' podcast where good isn't good enough, I was like these oh. guys, these guys oh, are right up my You've been alley. listening from the beginning. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Like, right when I found that, any day driving back and forth to go and work with the brothers, I had that shit on. Like, I was listening to you guys. I was sponging wow. everything. It's when I heard, like, I actually took a little bit of a hiatus from listening, and then I, I popped back on. I threw in the one where you guys were talking about doing this. I'm like, I need to see if there's a spot here. I want to get on there. So, <laughs> sure enough, you had some openings, and here we are. I, it was whatever, first come, first serve kind of thing, and you just jumped on it, which is great. Yeah, so, right it's when amazing. I, heard it, I shot you a DM on instagram i'm like that's good stuff i like you already man <laughs> i might you. take back that 26 tonight <laughs> i'll no, make I, it I, i'll make it 24 uh, there we go <laughs> that's very impressive man honestly yeah, it's very impressive I, I like where you're going with this i like that you're you're looking at the industry as a whole instead of as an individual that's a problem of mine i got a lot of guys who are afraid about you could be speaking to another contractor right now and he'll be you thinking you're a threat you, he, your competition, which is yeah. not the well, way you should be looking at anybody that's in this business. No, again, like you guys have said, respect the next trade and stuff. So we're all a team. We're all trying to build a building. Yeah. We're all trying to get everything in there. We're not trying to like fight each other and stuff. But at the same token, too, like you don't want to be my competition because down the road I'm gonna just destroy this industry. I can yeah. already, I can feel it. I know that I have the passion towards it. Again, I grew up in a pretty beautiful home, and like I just, I would fall asleep staring at my trim, and I'd look at the miters. And I'm like, damn, they did it fucking good job at that like how does everything line up and stuff yeah so, wow it's stuff like that where i'm just like i really want everyone to just come together and you want to align yeah I, you want to align people yeah exactly like i want people to work together and i want like the whole process that there's no sub trades fighting each other's on site it's everyone comes in and you're happy to come and work here and you're happy to be on this project and everything's kind of like taken care of so like i have a big water jug because i don't like fucking plastic water bottles on site and shit so if you bring in a refillable water bottle yeah well, there you go like i actually got that from a music festival there was like they throw all the shit it was a camping festival yeah there's just piles of garbage there so i'm walking past and there's a big like 24 liter igloo bottle there i'm looking at it, it looks good and then someone yells out they're like yeah it's it's totally fine garbage we, we just flew in and we can't take it back with us i'm like sweet so I took that, and that's on site now. So there's always water for people. I love to get one of the espresso machines because I do really like espressos. Um, <laughs> Amazon. 
Yeah. They sometimes have them on sale for 99 bucks. Oh, there we go. Yeah, so it's not as nice as the one that's here, but it's still nice. Oh, yeah. But, yeah, no, so I'd love to have it so that it's set up so that people are happy to come on site and you want coffee, you want water, yeah. you want whatever. It's always you, nice. It's always there. And then you, you don't have to run fucking 20 minutes out because sometimes you're in the middle of nowhere. And The only problem is not everyone's going to be like you. And a lot oh, of people yeah. are going to take advantage of that. I welcome that in a sense that I just know that people are going to be like that and people show their true colors. And once I know that that's how you are, I won't have you on site again. I'll f there's plenty you of lesson learned and move on. Exactly. And that's yeah. it. And there's no, <laughs> no hard point. feelings. Yeah. No, you just move just, on. It's business, right? Yeah. Like that's how it is. There's plenty of people out there that are willing to do that work that are willing to go with it. And like, again, too, if I'm offering a site where people are happy to come to and you don't like it there and you're going to take advantage of it, then someone else will be happy to come and actually enjoy that. Right. So that's right. Spot will be filled by somebody else. Yep. So Quaid, we got to ask you, you got a, you got a particular construction bone to pick? Definitely hacks. I, I like, again, I'm young and inexperienced in certain things, but like I, I put that care and energy into my work. And if I don't know something, I will do my best to learn as much about it as possible before I try and take it on myself. So like the people that don't offer their clients that, that shit pisses me off. It's like you're going in and you're dealing with people, some of people's biggest investments in their lives, and you're just straight up robbing them. I do not like that. I've always had a problem with people stealing stuff from other people, and that to me is just straight up theft. So that's also why I want to make this so repeatable and so like damn good that people, it's just easy to come to me and be like, hey, I can just offer you this whole experience, no problem, and you don't have to worry about any of that shit. And then I just want to make it so repeatable that hacks can't operate because they have access to they won't have people. the drive yeah. they won't want to do it and that's the thing they'll look at it like it's too much heavy lifting too much hard work i don't want to be a part of this yeah then they'll go back to hackville and just continue doing it the way they've been doing it the whole time and then they enjoy it is this place for for real this place hackville, hackville? <laughs> i think it's on tv uh, <laughs> oh that Vaseline. do you have any questions or what story <laughs> I'm sure Quaid has, you know, you got you got any questions for Carlito? L listen, let him talk. This is good. I'm no, enjoying it. I'm, sure I'm sure that he's got questions. When I ask. when I shut up, there's a lot there's a lot for you to learn. <laughs> um, I didn't come with a lot of questions actually. I just came to kind of chat and see what you got like I don't know, what are what are some of your bones to pick and everything? Like, what Ooh. do you What am I going to say? Recently, uh, I I honestly have a major dislike towards lazy salespeople lazy sales reps okay i just uh i think that they've been taking advantage of the pandemic and just basically been on cruise control and not really caring so much not saying all of them i'm just saying the majority of them they just are using the pandemic as an excuse for them to just be on slow-mo yeah it's and all, it's cold i'll just yeah cold. i'll just work my hours i'll do my job and that's it i won't worry about the contractors that are trying to get certain things in at a certain time because the longer a job takes it's the less money we make yeah that's how it works for our billing whether your product arrives on site on monday or a month later on monday doesn't matter to you but it matters to us yeah exactly so yeah i would say the sales reps to me what about you mario well <laughs> luigi um for me i just hate people that come to work complaining and just making everybody come down from a great place you know yeah. I, I don't like diseases in the company and and lately i just see more people worried about what i'm doing or anyone else is doing instead of what they're supposed to be doing 
And uh, when they start that bad bug and they create that disease in the crew, it's that time to go. Yeah. Yeah, well, it's like that quote, the, the sea won't sink a ship unless it gets inside, right? It's the same thing with negativity. And you yeah. get that one company that comes in witching about the site or whatever, and then other guys feel that, and it just kills the whole mood, right? So, again, that's where, uh, as the GC, it's kind of if you can set up your site that everyone's happy to go there and actually be a part of that project, then I think it'll kind of keep energies a bit higher and stuff. So The problem is you have to be there all the time. A GC that's not at his job site, ends up getting people you know cutting corners every time i walk away i always find something undone and they're already gone and i'm saying i told you to do it this way oh that guy must have forgot and the and the, and the excuses start coming out yeah it's hard to kind of run a whole bunch of job sites when the guys only care when you're there and that's what i'm trying to kind of like make it so it's repeatable so it's not like that i'm trying to really like put my values out there so that if I'm not there, I have someone that has the exact same kind of attitude towards it as me so that they can watch the site or so that like, again, to with that, how I was saying how I want a company in every division, I want to start making like all the processes for certain jobs and have them so that I can almost give that to the sub until I have that company made and be like, here's how I want this done. Here's the expectations for the finishes. If you don't hit it, then you get your callbacks or whatever the hell has to happen. Right. And again, I'm coming at it as like a young guy that doesn't know the full industry and all the shit that's out there. But I think no, but you got the right attitude. Yeah, I, if um, you keep this going like in, in your head the way it's going, and, and you can actually make money from it, you're gonna do really well. I'm looking forward to it because again, like people are always gonna be building in their homes. It's never gonna go anywhere. So go. if you can offer just an A1 service for it, then they'll come to you, right? Especially when they can only do it once these days. Yeah. I'm curious, Carlito, what kind of vehicle do you think Quaid drives? I'm hoping he's driving a Chevy. <laughs> <laughs> That's actually funny you say that. What do you think? It's not a Chevy. No, not anymore. <laughs> Uh-oh. I'm going to go to Dodge. You got it. It's a Dodge, I huh? Just, yeah, my, uh, so I had my dad's old uh, Chevy Avalanche, actually, and the two brothers that I was working for would always talk shit about the thing, but it was great. You could throw full 4 by 8 sheets yeah, in the back of we it. We were just covered talking about that. Under yeah. weather I hated them. I hated their look. <laughs> they were practical, very, very practical. Uh, and again, too, I'm very, like, function over fashion. They didn't look the greatest, of course, but they were very, like, versatile trucks, and you could use a lot of them, but uh, the engine just blew on that thing, so I just picked up a new Ram 1500. I got fucking brand new because I'm like, I need a fire under my ass to keep myself working. And I like nice quality shit. So I'm like, I'm going to get a new truck and I'm going to make you, myself man. work even harder. So on that note, yeah. what kind of tools do you think he's got? Majority of. Let's hope he's going Makita. I thought about that, actually. I remember my dad's first drills, like when I was using them, he had some like old, like the long ass handle ones. Um, but <laughs> he, no, he's, I'm, you're, you're a DeWalt guy. Yeah, he got it. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing wrong with that. That's uh, what I started with. There's yeah, plenty wrong. With I still it. have <laughs> my original tools that I started with. Oh, yeah. Those initials brought to you by DeWalt. <laughs> you need a picture yeah. frame hung there? <laughs> so no, actually, there's nothing wrong with it. The tools all work really well. It's it's the person handling the tools. You can beat on them pretty fucking well. Yeah. I, I do wish I went Milwaukee because, again, I'm a big fan of people that care about quality, and Milwaukee does seem to be the industry leader to me right now. Um, someone... 
Oh, oh, I don't know. That's on that side of the fence. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I've heard anyways. I've heard from someone said that their like kind of vision is to have the name Milwaukee on like any tool you can think of. So when I heard that, I was like, that's a pretty respectable goal right there. But again, I went DeWalt because the two brothers that I was working with, they were all DeWalt. So it was just kind of easy to merge platforms that's and stuff. generally and what happens it's, yeah it's like the environment that you're in yeah and they had all the chargers and stuff so when i was building my battery cache obviously i don't have all the chargers so i can just throw my batteries on there so it was just kind of a convenience thing and they're durable and again it's it's who's using them not what tool brand it is well, it's the same thing with truck brands and stuff like everything's going to get the job done it's just yeah. pick your personal preference a little bit of razz in this all it oh, is yeah, man absolutely. So you'll, you'll get some razz from the other two guys yeah. well you'll probably like that the guy that's the president of milwaukee used to be the president of dewalt oh really <laughs> <laughs> see my problem with Was DeWalt it, is, is that true yeah. Really? Yeah. Walt doesn't seem to be like innovating or anything. Like all they seem to be doing is just making a bunch of fucking blowers. That's like, I haven't seen anything kind of <laughs> new come from them in a bit. They just dropped something else. Well, I thought I thought like they had that really small impact drill recently that they launched oh, yeah, that I was amazing. That. I guess I don't know, twenty percent lighter and twenty percent smaller and twenty percent. I don't give a fuck. You know what I mean? Like it's just, <laughs> I don't give a shit, man. It's not gonna make me change my tool brand. Because of the batteries. I'm sorry, but I'm not going to commit to a bunch of new batteries now for a new platform. I'm I not going to do it. Are you going to do that? Yeah, I got everything mixed up. I got my basic... But you go got Hilti and My go-to tools are Hilti. Yes. Like, and that, you're never going to give up that battery platform. Never. But then all my finished and like precision tools are Makita. Oh, really? And... They're like that's because you're creation. They're fucking perfect, bro. That's because my, you're creation. If I knew what I knew now, I'd have probably went everything Makita, but I'm really happy with my Hilti. And then I've had DeWalt since I've been a kid. I've always had my loyalty to them. And if I see something good because I have that battery, I have all those battery platforms. Yeah. The only thing is I got rid of all my Milwaukee. Why um, is that? I had a couple of drills burn on me. Ah. Once, twice, three times it stinks. So I I gave them an opportunity. It didn't work out for me. I do use them in plumbing and electrical. Okay. Uh, that's the only stuff I have left from them. But uh, that's personal preference, right? Yeah, everyone has it, right? Yeah, I'm I'm really a Makita guy and a Hilti guy. How do you like Hilti? I've never really I haven't used a ton of Hilti. So it's expensive, man. Yeah, that's why I haven't used a bunch of Hilti. I fucking love it, man. It's expensive. Yeah, the other day that. I bought a new drill. It's expensive. Finally, finally burned after like twelve years. So I just buy a new one. It's funny. When contractors actually tell us how long they've had their tools, is it the equivalent to us asking our significant other, how much do we really weigh? Are we lying about these numbers? <laughs> Did you really have it for 12 years? Yeah. Exactly 12 years. I, I want to see a receipt. Take around there. I want to see a receipt. It's math. You round up. You I want to <laughs> see a receipt. I never, I never had to pay for it. Oh, oh, oh this is little TV. Oh yeah, buddy. There's some major perks, and, uh, and you know what? <laughs> Worked for me. There you go. Hey. hey, I've seen you get a lot of <laughs> on the side too, buddy. <laughs> Is that brown on your nose? <laughs> okay, back to reality now. <laughs> we won't talk about our past. <laughs> Sorry, Quaid. Uh, we have to bicker at each other every so often. Yeah, oh yeah, That's you gotta all. have the banter. Uh, no. You know what? Uh, just enough. Are you getting any knowledge from the TV shows? 
And I'm not trying to attack it, but are you getting any knowledge from the TV shows? I don't even watch TV shows. Perfect. I don't either. No, I. What about them? Those guys and what they're sharing on social media, and are you getting any knowledge from them? One thing, yeah, the social media definitely helps. Like Detmore, uh, you guys. Uh, there's so many industry leaders that are just out there putting out content that will help you learn. So again, it's. It's like a fucking online library at this point. You can learn any subject that you want to just by following the right people and really diving into that industry. My personal Instagram, and I have a business one, and all I do on my business one is follow contractors and stuff, and it's just trade tips and everything. So I'll go on there, and I'll kind of see information and be like, oh, that's good. I'll put that towards whatever, or I'll put that into a process good or system you, man. and try and implement that. The one thing I will say about TV shows, which is good, is that sometimes they do show the snowballs and like the the project that I'm on right now, we're kind of snowballing. There's some plumbing issues that have popped up and the clients are aware that this is stuff that happens in construction because they've watched the TV shows. So it's kind of given them like a little bit of a warning to that, which is just good. But again, but I don't watch them. Line. I don't even know what like information they're yeah, pulling from that. But, but it's but. never like talk about the 12 years or whatever. It's never in line with reality. Maybe on the TV shows they say, oh, there's going to be a problem with the plumbing here. Oh, there's going to be a problem with the delay here or whatever. But the truth is that in reality, the problems are different and they're set up differently. And oh, then yeah. you try to explain that to a client and they're like, well, that's, I don't know what you're talking about. That's completely well, confusing. And I think that's also our job as the contractors to educate the client as best as we can. Like, sure. I'm trying to make it so that I can kind of give the clients a form and be like, pick all of your products, all of the details out of this list or whatever. And then once you have all your selections done, give that back to me, I'll order it all. And then we proceed because I find a lot of people rush into construction and they're like burning time trying to figure out details yeah. and stuff. And again, we have overhead to pay for. We have stuff. So every day that you're burning or not doing stuff, you're you're wasting money. So you want everything to flow as efficient as possible. If you have all the details picked out right from the start, you can go through with minimal questions. Like on paper, of course. Obviously, things arise and stuff slows down. Clients change their mind and whatnot. But I, I hope that list is what you know works for you. Because a lot of times, people will pick things and I won't agree with them or I don't want to install them because I know the downfall to them. A lot of times when you give them too many options, there's a lot of changes and it never stops. That's, I think, one of my problems is I, I'm, I'm a big options guy. I like to have options with whatever you're doing, but you need to limit it to certain things that it's not going like a huge process for nothing. A lot, sometimes people just want you to hold their hand and walk them through it. Sometimes they do, yeah. yeah. And that's where, again, too, like, uh, it'll be nice to have that form built up because then either we can do the whole walkthrough and I can kind of show them stuff or I can just give it to them and be like, once this is filled out, go nuts. Again, I'm trying to kind of be like a full service thing. So if you do want me to hold your hand through it, I can. I want to paint two scenarios for you, Quaid. Okay. And I want to see how you would attack them because a lot of the younger guys that are in the business haven't experienced what us older guys have experienced Absolutely. and i'm talking about and two shouldn't things shouldn't have to experience uh, they're going to well, that's learning experience they're going right? to the first experience is a contractor that you've hired who's done a terrible job and refuses to return to fix what they're supposed to do and they don't even care about returning oh uh, i kind of had a drywaller like that on uh on the first contract that i was there he his work was just meh and you know what? 
I got him to come back and he said that he fixed it and he kind of really didn't like it was still poor quality after that. So I just told him, I'm like, look, that's unacceptable. I got him to knock his price down a little bit. And then I dealt with it because end of the day, like if you're going to give me problems for your poor quality of work, I'll just handle it myself because I don't like you're either creating problems or you're solving them. And I'm of the mindset of solving problems. I think that's kind of what GCs are is anytime a problem arises, we're there to solve it. Cause we have to, we've offered the client something and we're the ones end of the day that has to get them. Yeah. So if you're going to give me a hard time, I'll just do it myself. Here's the second scenario. You finish the job. You're proud of it. Everything's all good. Client refuses to pay your final bill. That one I'm waiting for. Um, it's going to happen. Oh, it's coming. Oh, yeah, I know. You guys were actually, uh, I forget what podcast it was, but you're like uh, the same thing, uh, the car crash. Everyone's going to get into a car crash at some point. It's that. So I'm waiting for that to happen. I'm not sure how I'm going to handle it, but this one actually, um, one of the contractors uh, had a hard time finding a lift, and he was like, I'm going to have to charge an extra $2,400 to rent a lift. I was like, fucking pardon. I ended up calling, like, I think... Three calls later, I found someone that would have a lift for a regular fucking price. So it's stuff like that where it's just kind of growing pains, learning as you go. Like, obviously, now I'm going to try and have, like, contracts and stipulations in place to make sure that they can't burn me on that. But until I do, then I might just be out money. And that's kind of like I, I'm coming at this with the entrepreneur mindset. So I know that's that where you are. Like, like, that's you're, that's like, what's going to happen. You're going to juggle yeah. that. You're going to let's say for argument's sake, your final bill is 10 grand. And now they don't want to pay it. And you're going to have to decide, okay, well, let me have my very first conversation ever in my entire life, if I've been lucky enough, with a lawyer. Yeah. And that lawyer is going to tell you that it's going to cost you more than 10 grand to try to go after this 10 grand. Yeah. At which point you're going to decide, should I? Because my ego, my attitude, whatever. And then you might consider doing it. And you're going to go through stress. You're going to go through crap. You're going to go through, it's going to affect your business, all this other stuff. Or you're eventually just going to say, fuck it. And I'm going to wash it and walk away from it and lose the 10 grand. Well, you can put a stipulation in your contract that covers that and covers you which way? How do you, it covers you that if you ever put a lien on their house, that they pay for the lien. Oh, and so it so will as long be, as you understand that you have to um, repurpose that lien every single year. Right, and and that so that means you have to pay money into that lien every single year to resubmit it again. So it will cost you nine hundred for the first year, nine hundred the second year. You keep on doing it. You can have until the rest of your days. So I kind of look at stuff like that as that's just part of it. Those are those are costs that are going to be part of the whole process and everything. And I'm trying to figure out how to build that into the cost somehow that it's not fully coming out of my pocket, but at the same token too, like I was saying with the whole theft thing, and I don't like people thieving, like if I do the work and everything is to the scope expectations and whatnot, and you're not going to want to pay me, you're trying to steal from me now. And if I can have myself set up that I'm, with like the finances that I can lawyer go after you with that shit, I will because fuck that. I'm not letting you walk over me just because you decide that Let, you don't I'll have pay, to pay you a picture. Okay, let's say yep. you've got a girlfriend, let's say you just had a baby and now you've got this lien or you got this lawyer, you got this trial, you got this small claims, you got all this shit. This is all stress being attached to your personal life now. See, the way I look at it too though is like 
I'm trying to build a business, not a job. So mm-hmm. I don't want, like, I want to end up having people that will handle this shit for me. So it's not necessarily like, because again, that's kind of coming out of it as a sole proprietor. I, I intend to incorporate and everything. And I'm going to have people that handle everything. As much as like it might happen while I'm still a sole prop and it, it might be one of those things that I have to deal with, I'm trying to make it so it's not. And I'm also trying to make it so that like, I offer such a damn good service that a client is just going to fucking eat themselves with guilt if they try and fuck me over. And if, if that doesn't, that's then what that I would you're say. a client that yeah. I don't want to work with. I would with, suggest right? that. It's all you can do is keep on doing the best you possibly can. Just keep on. And if they want to do that to you, yeah. then let karma fucking handle I, them afterwards. I right? do want to say one thing that's really important. It sounds like you're very passionate and you speak very well. It's really important that when you're talking to customers their expectations of you are met. You don't make them believe that they're going to get a beer budget with champagne taste. Like it's really important That's that important. you you sell them as Mr. Perfect, you sell them as the guy that gives them gold. They don't realize that everything in construction isn't perfect because when we go in and we have to fix something and it's not perfect, it kind of snowballs from there. Another thing is when they hire you and you speak so well and so highly of yourself, like this has got me in trouble. I know that the budget they've given me isn't realistic to what I want to do, but I want to help that family out. So I take the job on, but all they can hear is me talking about all the problems that the last contractor left that need to be fixed. They now expect that from me. I mean, if I don't deliver it, they fuck me at the end. Yeah, and again, that's just stuff that I'm going to kind of learn as I get more experience in the industry and whatnot. But I'm trying to avoid it as much as possible and try and make it so that I educate them well enough that they know that there are going to be pitfalls and shit that happens and not everything in the construction industry is perfect. Again, like some of the, like a lot of this stuff is handcrafted and like people make mistakes or people have an off day or whatever. And like not everything is going to be perfectly like CNC machined to every little like 32nd and whatnot. So all you can do is, and I'll just say this. I mean, when we're young, I've said it before, you're young, you're dumb and you're full of cum. It's just, you've got this attitude when you're young. Right. And all you can do is you've got a level head on your shoulders that you're already preparing for these scenarios. And the worst thing that you can do when that scenario unfolds is just fucking put your shoulders up and start to bark back at the client. That's the worst thing that you can do. Yeah. Take the high road and just be the bigger person and just outline all the skill and all the the proper professionals that you brought to the table and what you gave them for their home, their personal space. Just remind them about all the positivity that's attached to them. And if they still don't want to pay it, then let karma deal with that person and just move on at that point. But just weigh that stress level because it will weigh heavy on you in your personal life and it will affect your relationship, your marriage, your kids, your livelihood. It will. Yeah, and I'm trying to figure out how to make that so that I can scale a company so that I kind of get away with that or like away from that and have teams that will deal with that as soon as possible because I know there's shit that's going to happen and like the way I kind of look at it too is like when I was getting the truck, they have the whole spec list and everything and like they tell you exactly what you're getting when you buy that truck. I want to try and make it so that I can kind of quote jobs like that almost to the point where like you still have some tolerances and whatnot, but I want to make it so that they know exactly what they're getting. And if they try and argue that, then you can't because I have it all on paper and like you knew exactly what you were getting into. 
So in my contract, I basically say, if it's not written in this contract, I'm not doing it. Yeah. So if you don't see that and we don't highlight it or sign off on it with a remark or comment, page 12, section two, I expect glue behind my baseboards or coped corners. You know what I mean? Like if it doesn't have that detail, then you get mitered and you get no glue. You know what? People have these expectations. They're not realistic. That's what I don't like about how people are trying to make like premium products cheap. And certain things just shouldn't be cheap. That's the (laughs) way I fucking look at it. Like there's certain things that it's just like you don't downgrade that to make it available to the masses. Those are things that are expensive. They take a lot of time, effort, material, whatever to get to that point. So it's like you're comparing apples to apples and some people are just wanting a fucking banana when you're offering them a <laughs> carrot. Like, But it's really easy to be a, a passionate contractor who comes in and you're proud of the work that you want to do and you want to give them everything, but then they agree to it as well. And then you give them the price and they agree to that. And then all of a sudden it becomes a bartering chip for the end. So it's just, it's part of the construction life. That's the shitty thing about it, but it's part of it. And it, I, I like that you're, preparing yourself for those scenarios i think that's one of the biggest thing that any young tradesperson can do prepare yourself yeah you have to plan and you have to be aware of like the the pitfalls that you're going to run into right if you go into it blind and you don't know what the actual downsides are then you could be everything's going good and then you get sued by a fucking client and your whole business is gone right so you have to be aware of that and that's why i'd love to try and incorporate as soon as possible so it's not you getting sued it's your company and then hopefully you're built well enough that you can handle that I can feel it already, and it's in the air. It's history with Manny. (laughs) (laughs) Gentlemen, where did the word contractor originate from? From a con. And if you guys want to, that's what back clients say. If you guys want to, tell me the century. (laughs) Wow. You're really asking for a lot. Holy cow. (laughs) Okay, 1540s. Wow. One who enters into a contract from late Latin contractor. One who makes a contract. Agent noun from past parsetpe, stem of Latin contrahere, to draw several objects together. Draw in, shorten, lessen, abridge, metaphorically make a bargain, make an agreement from assimilation, form con with together. And that's no, no, that's many. not that. No, that's not that. <laughs> <laughs> what is the role of a contractor? Responsibilities. A general contractor is responsible for providing all the material, labor, equipment, such as engineering vehicles and tools and services necessary for the construction of a project. The general contractor often hires specialized subcontractors to perform all or portions of the construction work. Basically, what we've been talking about. Can you guys tell me the twenty types of contractors that are out there? So I, I call them trades, but twenty types. So. 20 types. Ready for them? There's the GC, of course. There's the carpenter. There's the electrician. There's the drywaller. There's the plaster taper. There's the painter. Can you believe that wallpaper installer is in there, too? That's an art, buddy. I know it is. It is. I'm I'm glad that it's on this list. Heating and HVAC, right? Mason. Roofer. Excavator. Demolition. Landscapers. Concrete. Iron worker. Steel worker. Tile setter. Floor layer. Glass and glazing, and then you have the specialty trade contractor. Can you say so, 
Contractor again? Contractor. You sounded totally Portuguese when you said that, by the way. <laughs> and that was History with Manny. <laughs> awesome. uh, so we're speaking with Quaid. Quaid from Sturdy Contracting Co. www.sturdycontracting.ca. Quaid at sturdycontracting.ca. And on Instagram, it's uh, Sturdy Contracting. That's or, it. Yeah, I forget if the co's there or not. But. You'll find it from Sturdy Contracting. What do you like building, man? What's um, your specialty? What do you like pulling off? I like the finished stuff, of course. Huh? Window, door, trim, all of that stuff. All the nice stuff that you got to see at the end. That's definitely my favorite. Did a fair amount of tiling with the two brothers that I work with, too. I actually enjoy that as well. But again, just kind of anything that you see on the end of the project, that's, that's my jazz. How old are these brothers? 20, I believe he just turned 29 and then 37 or something like that. Oh, so you got some older guys around you. Good, it's good. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, they taught me lots. They uh, did quality work and everything. Again, they could use a healthy dose of structuring, but I think pretty much everyone can. I think every Wait, business Here's can. the big question. Yep. Are you ready for this question? I don't know. I am. Maybe. Are you ready for this question? I am. Right, Are you ready to hire answer. guys under 26? It's a good question. Are you, honestly? Yes, because actually I'm trying to get more Gen Zs and shit. I know, but don't market. think everybody's like you. You're oh, one of a kind, eh? I'm and I'm not blowing that smoke up your ass, no, but you're one of you. a kind. Yeah, and that's one of the things that I'm... I'm trying to make more realistic expectations for other people because I know not everyone's going to operate like me. I know not everyone's going to have the passion and the care. So I'm trying to, I want to glorify the construction life a little bit because there's so many fucking young people that don't want to work. And like, I tried hiring one guy and he backed out cause he was like, Oh no, I don't know if I'm ready for it or whatnot. I, I would love to actually give those young guys an opportunity because like we're all saying, there's not a lot of us doing this shit and the fucking more people that retire is the less workforce and the more money that we can all make so like get in this shit learn it people are always going to need work done to their homes but so the majority of those kids think it's too hard of a job yeah well your fucking drywall thing where people are saying they want 50 bucks an hour to move drywall it's like, are you fucking it's crazy isn't it that's but, nuts but here here's really yeah, something man. important too that wasn't his story that yeah, was my no, story no that was mine too was, no i told you i had a couple guys that <laughs> They want to get paid more for moving drywall than oh, hanging yeah, drywall. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I heard remember that. that. Okay, my bad. My They're bad. telling me it's too hard, and I'm yeah. like, shut the fuck up. <laughs> move drywall some down some fucking. You're not working tomorrow, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> I hope that banana was good. <laughs> <laughs> so, so this is this is where my age comes in. I see a young guy hungry like you. You're talking it. You're talking it. But I don't know your walk. Oh yeah, absolutely. And I don't know. I don't know what you produce yet till I see it. And I, I've seen this a couple times. Guys talk a great talk, but when you see their work, it's crazy. You said something important earlier. I want to say something, and it's up to Manny. He can make a comment on it if he wants. <laughs> we bring on a lot of people here, yep. but we don't know enough about them and who they are. We're hoping that they want to change the industry and they're for real. When we market here and we're helping each other out, I want you to know that the construction life doesn't put a tag on the guys that were on the show to say, these guys are the best. Yeah, no. It just means that someone came on, they shared excellent information, but we don't know what they'll do when they're on yeah, the site. Back, That's yeah. where they have to prove themselves and make their own name for themselves. I love what you're saying and your energy and 
like you're really motivated yeah. and I can, I can see a guy that's not going to be on the tools and I see a guy that's going to overview a lot of people. And I think that is, you know who you are and where you want to go. I can't wait to see you in the next few years. And I hope that you stay in contact with us. Yeah, because yeah, for sure. Man. I really yeah, I want to see your work. You got me so interested. I want to see your work and, and you'll be the only 26 year old <laughs> uh, under 26 that I'd like right now. Oh yeah. <laughs> well, thank you. No, again, like I, was Did I saying, say that again. <laughs> <laughs> no, again, I'm just trying to, I'm really wanting to push out. Like I just, I, uh, the clients, I ended up selling them on an Invisarail uh, railing, all glass and all that stuff. So put that up with four by four posts. And you know what? I'll admit I've made a mistake on that one. I didn't actually fucking line up all my posts right in a row. So I had to string line from the two on the ends that were in a row and then measure off and offset the glass. I was beating myself up on that one a little bit. And <laughs> I, I can be fucking honest. But you there. learned. We all, Yeah, I'm not going to fucking do that again, right? So... It's stuff like that where I definitely still have room to improve and I'm I'm operating as like doing stuff and just learning it from myself and trying to put it in place. So is the young card a disadvantage for you right now with clients? Do they see you and they go, Holy cow, this twenty four year old's gonna demolish our house? You know what? <laughs> I don't think so, actually. I thought and that he's was not related to us. I, I, <laughs> <laughs> well, at least then you don't have any family feuds going on. But, uh, An actual fact. <laughs> but you know what? I thought that would be more of a problem. But when I was doing the um, kind of site consult and everything for the project that I'm on now, I was just talking with fucking passion and i was like sorry i'm going fucking crazy but uh i was just like i'm i love what i do and they're like yeah we can tell so like it's, it's great man it's stuff like that where like i i definitely have learning to do but i will do my best to do the utmost high quality work that i can do and if i don't then i will try and like balance it out in some way <laughs> the, the, andrew just walked in from luso design there holy you, you know um <laughs> I was almost asleep in my seat, and you got me up, man. Like you got me interested. So you're definitely a very passionate. Were person. you really? Yeah, because I was told ready me, to cut your socks off. He told me. He told me. Got me involved. Like I love your drive, man. Don't fucking lose it. Yeah, yeah don't. You. No, I'm trying don't. not to. You're oh, gonna come I, across a holes out there, and you're gonna come across bad clients. Don't let them take that you're away from you're you. You're inspiring me to do better or not right now. <laughs> I'm like this fucker's gonna pass me. <laughs> That's what oh, you fuck. want. You want to support him, man. I do, but I want to help support myself, too. <laughs> well, fuck. Let's Just work together. Work we together. can all support each other. That's exactly. Thing, right? Like, you guys didn't have this podcast to listen to when you guys were coming up. I do. So I have the resources so I can now apply that and try and grow from the start and use the tools that yeah, I have at my yeah. disposal and put those in and grow more. And that's what I mean. We have so much technology out there that there's not really an excuse to be bad at what you fucking do anymore. Like, that just means that you don't want it. You're enough. right, but people keep doing it. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Because people don't want it enough or they just want to go home and they want to work the nine to five, but they they have that pride involved and they're like, no, I want my own fucking business. But then they don't really offer that full. You're up against a huge machine, though, with your age group, man. Everybody wants to be a TikToker. They want to be. Well, then come making... and work for me and do your little TikToks and or... go TikTok viral and do the work. I don't Listen, give a shit. The one, but... the one thing I really like about you is that, and I could tell. Most guys around your age that want to have their own business, they're at the strip club, they're drinking after work, or they're smoking lots of pot, or yeah. eating gummies. And <laughs> you're totally not that guy. And you're going to succeed. Is if you save your money and invest it the way you're talking, dude, 
Oh yeah. Well, that's another thing too. Like I, I think that not enough people understand like financial literacy is how you kind of make a life for yourself. It's so easy to get caught in the rat trap and like you have to know where to put your money and how to do that and to build businesses and to help other people and make those networks and shit. A lot of people are just fine with coming up in their small town and staying there, finding a job and doing that for the Are whole you life. guys, you Gen Z and you millennials, do you guys want to listen to us old farts and just... I love to. You, Yeah, like honestly, that, my papa scaring the shit out of me when I was a kid. That was awesome. And like, <laughs> you guys have all the lessons that we need to know and no one's like disciplined and being like actually hard on people and shit anymore. And we do need that. People need to know when they're doing something wrong and how to correct yeah. it. I think people... Hallelujah. <laughs> I think people just have too much emotion in it. And then when they see someone doing something wrong, they just fucking yell at them and then they discourage them. It's like, yeah. you, you don't want to berate the person. You just want to berate that behavior. Like that behavior is shit. You know better than that. Do better. I'm not going to attack you as a person unless you consistently do that. And then I'm still not going to attack you as a person. I'm just going to fucking fire you. I'll find someone that wants to be there and wants to do that work. Again, we do live in a... This is a sweet industry. I love building shit. Like, it's fucking awesome. You look at it at the end and you're like, damn, I fucking did that. Yeah. And I want more people to realize that they can do that. Just, it's, it's fucking hard work, but so is not working. It's fucking hard dealing with your fucking head. <laughs> like, just sitting there and fucking, oh, I guess I'll eat another bag like of chips. Like I said, you should be 42, Netflix. not 24, hey, you know, man. You know, you said something at the beginning, and, and it, it's not leaving my mind. You said something so important that contractors don't do. They're always afraid of not having any work. They're always afraid of being fucking broke. And when that kind of attitude, you're only going to draw in no work and yeah. you're always going to be fucking yeah. empty and with no, with no money. There's tons of money in this industry and there's tons of work. You just got to go get it. That's the right attitude. Yeah. And it's again, like you just listen off how many contractors are out there too. pick your fucking niche. There's so many things that you can do in the trades. Just find out what you like and start fucking doing it. There's endless opportunity here. Just lots of work. Dive in. Oh, yeah. Lots of opportunity. Lots of work. And then figure out what you want and try and focus on finding the right clients, too. Because, like, again, you can work for the clients that want to cheap out on everything, and that's going to lower your kind of standards, and that's not what you so want. right. You want to find those clients that want the stuff that you want to yep. install. I'm on Team Orange, too. I only like to use fucking Schluter. I got both of I'm those not. workshops done. <laughs> <laughs> I used you to did, be. You did both <laughs> workshops already? Yeah, done yeah. both workshops. Did that out on my own. Um, and yeah, I'll try and only use Schluter going forward. I'm using Weddy right now because the Curdy board is... Um, that's obviously... Oh, you, you lost me at Weddy. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. And, and you know what? Prova. You gotta and, be and, and I'll just tell you, uh, Quaid, that uh, there's still no sign on when Schluter is going to show up. Yeah, I'm not I'm like not we, were just, speaking, just we were just speaking. We were just speaking to Schluter, well, right? Weddy and Schluter, they combine their warranties and stuff, right? So I figured I'd go with Weddy for that, just because. Weddy or Weedy? Weedy. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Crappy. <laughs> don't listen to him. <laughs> don't like it. Eh? He's allowed to have his own opinion. He can stay <laughs> yeah. over there in his yes. Portuguese chair. Oh, God. <laughs> what? I think it's time for Green Book talk. No, 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 no. <laughs> yes, it, it is. If I'm looking, it's OBC no, building no, no. code. I don't have in an OBC. Order. I don't have an OBC. We're gonna do an no, green oh, book okay, talk. okay. So you know what? Off, off my head, we were already talking about uh, WSIB. You're making yeah. this up as no, we no, go. No, no, no. Okay. <laughs> all right, all right. It's actually coming from the red do, book. Do you want me to? Do you want me to hold your cue cards? Yeah. Okay. No, I just want to get some facts because Big Lips over here is going to keep talking. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, uh, what's the fine not having WSIB? You just said that one. No. 
I'm pretty sure the last show you just said that one. <laughs> no, we talked about permits. Oh, permits. Okay. Yeah. What's but the thanks final? anyways. You know we're doing 14 podcasts today. <laughs> Someone's getting a little tired. They're old. <laughs> you're gonna be no, able to stay up the Can you get no, his I'm little pillow Listen. and his blankie? <laughs> 550. 550? <laughs> no. <laughs> Sorry. It's wrong. <laughs> what do you think, oh, Wade? Fuck it. Uh, thousand bucks. Whoa. Not that much. Well. Again, this comes into hand. Um, <laughs> it basically says that the project, you can get fined up to 50% of the project. Wait, uh, you brought this no, up? No, no, no. That was, it's the same, but it's different. Okay? Am I talking or are you talking? <laughs> now he's got me fucking on the wrong page. <laughs> okay, so uh, basically it says uh, the fine up to $100,000 individual person and up to 12 months imprisonment and fines can go up to $1.5 million. Are you joking? If you do Holy not have shit. WSIB. What? Okay. Are you kidding me? No, I'm serious. Wow. So Talk be, care be careful <laughs> that, and that's not including the interest because I've been whacked for WSIB. So I've had, I've had deals with other contractors. So that's WWSIB? No, it's W. <laughs> you've been whacked. Like a, is, is, you've been whacked. I was like thinking about that as I was like, is that a radio station? <laughs> so that's how bad it gets just in the well, fine can't area. Be that bad, but you're man. not talking about penalties again. If you get caught up with these federal penalties, they can put 10, 15, 20,000 on top of these numbers. So, anyways, what I'm trying to say to people is that you have to have your WSIP when you're. Outside of working for a, a person that owns their home. Directly. So yeah. any commercial or anything being subbed out, you have to have WSIB. Your guys have to have WSIB. I don't agree with it. No, I think it's a bullshit monopoly. And yeah. they're just literally just taking over the market on that. What did you but, submit yourself as? Uh, finished carpentry work. Um, What's the so, rate on that? Uh, what was it? 270-something per hundred on payroll or something like that, I think. What, um, no, in percentages, what did they get well, you it's like for? Less I need three percent. I need to read so through the thing good. again and get get more familiar with that again. I just signed up and got the forms. My WSAB was at thirteen, and and if you don't make any claims, it drops every year a little bit. I wonder what the porta potty guys WSAB is. I don't know, but you get red eye, you're fucked. <laughs> 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 it's a shitty fucking thing to do. <laughs> um, no, so it, I think it's just important. Like, what I, if we're going to be educating people, we have to tell, get insurance, make oh, yeah. sure you have your WSIB, you know, make sure uh, that you're getting your permits. These are all the things that are protecting you. We've even talked about this. Tridel's even going after people. You got to watch out. Like, there's so many different suings and, and, Penalties. I know, but how can you take an organization seriously when they have a surplus of almost ten billion dollars? I, I know, but the the problem is, is that they're doing it and it's happening. Yeah. So if you right cover your bases, yeah, the mafia is doing and you a lot put of things that and money it's happening. The, but you should put that money in the bank and it shouldn't be touched. It shouldn't yeah, be no. touched for materials. It shouldn't be touched to pay you. It shouldn't be touched it's to pay mortgage. It's the same thing with mortgage. HST. When you become incorporated, you're going to have to do that. Separ yeah. Separate your HST yeah, have separate and all that stuff. And, and I always say go a percentage higher. So that yeah, it's better you have a little bit more. Right? Yeah. And the one thing that everybody always forgets is like I spend up to $5,000 a year for my accountant. So depending on, on what you're doing with your accounting and, 
and how much you want to work. Like if you want to do your own paperwork, it'll cut back on the on the cost. But if you come with me like with a garbage bag and you just go, bam, here, take it, organize it yourself. Give me a call when you need the money. You're going to pay top dollar, right? Yeah. And, they're, you know, a good accountant is going to ask you a, a serious question. Do you want me to make the money or do you want the government to make the money? And you're going to have to find out what benefits you for the future. And you being young, pay into the government so that you have a, a more income so you can buy a bigger house or so on, right? Yeah, do that and everything. Anyways, I'm blabbing, and that's what I'm good at. <laughs> oh, that's all part of it, right? Just yeah. getting information Is there anything there. new, man? Pardon? Anything new that you can... What do you want to talk about? Um, Sorry, I got to juggle both these things. I'm not ignoring yeah, you. Yeah, no, I'm it's just, all good. Because he, um, he didn't do any of this. Do what? Just organization. Hey, man, that's why you get the <laughs> yes. big bucks, bro. And I get nothing. Like, that's <laughs> that's what it boils down to. Like, again, I was talking about systems and stuff. It's even systems for that, like receipts in, receipts out. Yes. What tools are you buying? Like, what are you doing? Are you writing off all of your income? Are you actually getting numbers that you can buy a house? Stuff like that. Like, again... People neglect the actual business aspect of it. They're damn good. Yeah, sorry. Uh, they're damn good carpenters, contractors, whatever the hell they do. They're good at doing the work. But um, what do you think the, the split is, Quaid? What do you mean? What do I think? The business split is? and skill. Oh, I think it's like fucking. Well, <laughs> eighty twenty is a good rule, right? Like in a lot of wow. people, twenty percent skill and eighty percent business. Well, Again, the, the I'm whole not disagreeing quote, with you. No, no, no. I'm not. The way I look at it is the whole quote is you give me six hours to chop down a tree, I'm going to spend four hours sharpening the blade, right? Good old it's, Abe. It's stuff Good like Abe. that where you, you are. You are one smart motherfucker, man. Uh, I try and sponge shit, man. Like, I'm trying to go places. So I, I want to know all the valuable lessons that you need to know when I'm trying to figure it out. So, like, again, doing the work is important. But if you can't run a company properly, are you really making money doing the You're work? Not. You're not. Exactly. That's why I'm so not like, disagreeing with you about 80-20. Like I'm sending my daughter over here place to hang out with your dad <laughs> someone's got to straighten her out <laughs> things i never thought i would hear on this show i'm sending my daughter over to your place <laughs> fuck because he's done a great job with you i oh, failed thank you. <laughs> wow uh where, where were we I don't know where we were. Uh, 80, 20. 80, no, 20. business. <laughs> it's true, man. So can you imagine if every GC, every subtrade, everybody was treating the business like that, giving I, that much more attention to the business? I think it'd go a lot better because, again, like, there's just a small portion of it. Like, you have to do the work, but if you can't actually keep up and, like, make it so that your services are easily operated so that you can do 30 jobs in a year instead of fucking 12 because you're catching up on paperwork the whole time then you can offer your services to more people and you can run a better company so like people are good at what they do but they have the entrepreneurial seizures they go and be like i'm going to start a company not knowing how to run a company and they fail at it right yeah so well you'll learn through penalties and fines well yeah you can <laughs> learn the hard way but why not prepare yourself you from don't the start you're totally right, right so, man and again, learn from other people. Like you guys have plenty of episodes out there. There's plenty of information wherever you need to go to find it. And yeah, and just like I had to show Manny just now, this is right on my phone as literature. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck you get that from? <laughs> <laughs> this this is this is Manny. Just listen. <laughs> Wait, <laughs> I'm the voice of reason, obviously. Yeah, yeah. Where do you want the show? Where do you want, like, where else do you want us to go and interview? Like, who else do you want us to go interview? Because we're enjoying the process of reaching out to people and people want us to sit down and talk to us. And we love that. 
I think it'd be good to have kind of like some more building science stuff. Yeah, um, that's already been on the table. Yeah. I, I got uh, a couple of guys, Austin Todd from Coefficient, and I want to bring Hans back as well. It's always nice to have the Germans on the show. The Germans. The Germans, right? And then uh, we definitely want to bring the French-Canadian school teacher from Ryerson. Wee oui, oui. oui, oui. So, no, we want to bring more <laughs> of those guys back, yeah. See if you can get uh, Matt Reisinger on here. That's going to be a little difficult because we are enjoying uh, just in-person podcasts. Gotcha. I've yeah. got, I mean, and a lot of people reached out from the states to be on the on this event here, and I, I just said, sure, if you want to come to Toronto. That's that, that, that and point, I appreciate right? that too. Yeah. You, you start listening to a podcast and you hear like the Zoom echo and shit. It's like, oh, there's oh, nothing like, like looking at you while you're talking. Yes. Yeah, exactly. It's because that's the where the truth is. Person. Yeah, you're you're seeing each other. The energy, the body language, you know what's going on, yeah. right? So I think he would have been asleep if this was on a Zoom call. He well, you, you woke me up. I was like, uh, he's going to be boring. <laughs> what? He's actually for real. <laughs> Who else are you thinking? Oh, shit. Who's more? I know that a lot of people have asked for framers. A lot of people. Uh, it's funny. I asked for framers, and now on this event, we have three framers coming on the show. And yeah. then all of a sudden, someone just sent me a message. Uh, you guys have any tile setters going on here? And I'm like, no, no, we don't have any tile setters. You know, I, I really want to get WSIB on here. Oh. I want to get some lawyers on here. That, oh. that honestly I, would be good. People need exposure to that kind of stuff. I want to get it, an accountant on here. But you know what? Unfortunately... The people aren't being honest when they come on here, and they you think they WSIB say they're, they gonna say they're gonna express themselves <laughs> and share the secrets that nobody wants to talk about. Then they get here and they're politically correct, and I'm like, what the fuck is this? Have you not listened to this podcast? Yeah, fucking. This is a real garage podcast. I would like to, I would like to see some some information coming through to to educate us how to run the businesses better. Because I think that's the downfall, too. Contracts, you know, well-written contracts, the law, the real laws, protecting contractors. That would be a good one. That would be a good one. We could do a lot of the forms, the paperwork. Because you know yeah, what? Homeowners crap. are a big problem as much as some bad contractors. Oh, yeah. It, it goes both ways, right? Like, you yeah. can have clients that are just so out of field with their expectations and stuff. It's like, do you know... What you like your budget's twenty grand and you're asking for eighty thousand dollars worth of work or something. It's, it's like true. you need to you need to know what's going on. And they also don't know like the overhead and stuff too. So they think like, oh, I'm just paying for your time and I'm paying for the products or whatever. It's like it's not like that. I have a business to run. I have payroll, WSIB to pay into, insurance, How about gas, just fuel? all of this. Yeah, fuel. Holy shit. I, I'm learning that Say right now. I didn't yeah. find I know, but wait, how many contractors do you know are actually calculating all that expense? Um, I don't know. And again, that's where I'm trying to make that. Like I'm building an Excel overhead calculator and stuff. So you can put in here, be like, I have all of these. It breaks it all down. This is what I need to make in a day. So yeah. every day that I'm on this project for longer, I need a minimum of this to cover my expenses to run a company. It's like, can I'm not I ask doing you, this for fun. Can I ask you what your day rate is that you've come up with? Um, I don't have that uh, not yet? solved yet. No, not yet. What are you expecting to make? I honestly, the, I need more exposure on that end. And that's why I'd love to go and actually work for another company again and kind of get more like that's why up I on said it's a good that idea. end. Because yeah. I don't know. I heard you guys say something about a thousand bucks a day, but I'm again, that's on the higher side, of course. But I, I'd love to be in the higher end of the market down the road. So, well, think about this you want to make 500 bucks take home, you have to make a thousand bucks a day. That makes sense. Yeah. So it well, just you heard Mark talk about the numbers, right? About your age group, talk about how they need to make seventy-five k a year to live in rental in Toronto, yeah. which basically cal calculates to about thirty-seven to thirty-eight dollars an hour to work for somebody. That's where you get seventy-five k a year. 
Yeah, but I think people also need to realize like you don't need to live in Toronto. Like, no, as you much don't. As, like you, you don't. can go and live out in the boonies and go and rent a house with people and stuff. Like Gary V said that actually he was going off about how like you should go and live in the outskirt town where rent is cheap with a few buddies and go take the bus to fucking work every day and just hustle for a while. Totally because agree. That's, that's part of it. That's right? easier totally said than done, though. It is. It, like it, you can get kind of trapped in stuff and whatnot or whatever. But like again, I think also. People use excuses too much. You're and right. The run, like, it, listen, you, you and me are a lot alike. At your age, I was making really good coin, but I fucked up. Got a couple of bad partners, some bad investments. I lost some cash, yep. and and that happened over and over and over again. And I'm hoping that you learn from that, and and it doesn't happen to you because, you know, you said something earlier. We didn't have these podcasts. You know what I had? I had newspaper on the windows of stores, and I used to fucking peek through rips yeah. and watch guys mud and shit, and I'd be like, oh, what is he using? You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I'd be watching hacks because I couldn't ask any questions. Yeah. And then I just tried to well, get like, in. What they Any, would answer the questions. Yeah, they, they didn't. It's it, just like today. Nobody. Wa- I love sharing because you know what? You and me get together. You work for me for even one day. You like what you learn. You do it yourself. And we have a great relationship. I might be able to make a thousand bucks off you in 10 years from now or even five years or three yeah. months. And that's still a thousand I would have never made. Yeah, exactly. So that relationship has to be kept. Well, Don't I think, burn that bridge, right? Yeah, people underestimate the value of relationships. Like that's where you get your money from. You have to know the right people, and you have to be willing to play ball with them and actually kind of cooperate, right? Like you can't be that guy that's like, "Oh fuck you, I don't want to work with you." Oh, I don't want to work with that guy. It's like no, well, you're, you you're just gonna put yourself into a corner, and no one's gonna want to work with you. Well, so like when when before you came in, Jeff was sitting here, and I felt like we were on uh, what's his name uh, this podcast. <laughs> Who Joe Rogan? Joe Rogan has that guy that comes on, the Italian guy. Yeah. So I felt like I felt like I was watching that podcast. I was like, this is fantastic. But you know, he said to me, you know, he said to both of us on the podcast, he said it. Uh, you know, I'm not looking for friends. That I'm looking for people to pay me. Yeah. And I was just like, you We're know, in he kept it serious. He's not looking for friends. Yeah. And you have your friends in your own personal time, right? Yeah. Like it's working relationships but, with people, and and he's not marketing. Like he's just not marketing. They oh, like him. They like him. He does what he says he's gonna do. He gets it knocked off, and it's done. Yeah. And look, now I got a new plumber. <laughs> Did you get? It? You got his number, right? Yeah, of course. Yeah, but I got his contact yeah. information. But I'm almost entertained with his character. You know? He's a good guy. He's yeah. a good guy. What tips would you guys have for young people getting into it? What are some pitfalls that you guys have fell into that you warn people to avoid? Like. Because, again, I'm trying to – I used to learn lessons the hard way myself, and I'm trying to avoid that now. I've done that enough times where I'm like, why do I keep fucking torturing myself when other people have made these mistakes, learn from that, and just apply it? So No matter how – Yeah, sorry. Go ahead. You want to go? You go. (laughs) I was going to say, no matter how bad the day is or whoever you've decided to go work for – doesn't matter how bad. Doesn't matter if it's cold. Doesn't matter if it's wet. Doesn't matter if he's hailing. Doesn't matter if you don't get along with everybody else. Doesn't matter any of that shit. There's a lesson to be learned there. Absolutely. Just find the lesson. That's all I'm saying. Right? And just learn from it. That's it. For me, it's I was taught this by an accountant became uh, a dentist. And I said to him, That's I want to go back transition. to school. <laughs> I think I shared this story long before. No, this is a um, new one. 
That I know. My buddy said to me, so what's going on with your business? And I said, I think i got to go back to school to study this and study that. And he's like, listen, you're smart enough, just like yourself, that you don't have to learn anything anymore. You just have to hire people and, and run them and maintain it. The people need to take the fear away. They need to work with people. And the, the bigger, the better the team, the, you'll go in and out faster with less headaches. The faster you get into a job and the faster you get out, the less headaches and the less, less you'll get screwed. Yeah. Learning to trust people and, like you said, that relationship between people is the most important part in this industry. Uh, next is saving money. And Don't no partnerships. Partnerships are bad, man. Yeah. Oh, no, no, yeah. no, 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 no. You I'm, can work with people on projects, but <clears throat> partnerships are tough. I've heard some horror stories there. And as much as I wanted to do partnerships, like I, I don't know if it's worth it. Because even one of the guys, one of the subs that I had on for this contract, uh, he was doing waterproofing there. And he said that his partner like just kind of went off the rails and like over like they knew each other for a long time. And all of a sudden he just went. You have field. to find so the right partner. It, it's stuff like that where I'm just a little bit worried about it. And I know that I have the drive and until, like, I'm not searching. If someone comes up and I see like, holy shit, you're on like near the same wave as me or whatever. I'll talk about partnering with you. But until then, I'm just going to yeah. run my own thing. And keep there going is somebody right now that's doing that. They're working on their business. You guys are going to cross paths. And then you're going to think to yourselves, we should be a partnership now. So then we could work together. Yeah, but, but you have to be careful. You honestly, uh, like, I've, saying I've it's got like into a business with a, uh, with one or two guys in my past, and they were teaching me everything. They taught me almost everything I know. They were hardest working guys. Overnight, they changed. I was wasting years hanging on, expecting for something yeah, to something miraculously go back to normal yeah. again. So, and another thing is when you're working on your own, you get to do whatever you want with that money. You get to make the final decision. There's nothing else to talk about. And I really like that. Like, I I don't, I don't mind working with people on projects one at a time. Someone comes up to me and says, I got $10 million. I want to build a couple of houses. I'm going to be like, yeah, I'm your partner. Let's go. (laughs) Here's the thing about partner. You got to like, again, the lesson, right? If you find the right partner, you're going to be able to build your business differently and better. But also, you're going to have a spring to bounce other ideas off of. So then if you go see a client and you get a funny feeling, you ask the partner, go and speak to this client. Are you getting the same feeling? Then you go, fuck it. We're going to vet. They're gone. We're not doing this. Yeah. So it's like it's just another person that you can trust that looks at you. can't ask your subtrades. You can't ask your suppliers. You can't ask your employees, listen, what do you think about this client? Should we go ahead with this? They won't give you the 100% answer. They will give you a reply that maybe you want to hear. Yeah. Your partner is invested in it equally. And that's the other thing. They should be invested equally into it. So then they have just as much skin to lose on both sides. All right. If you're going to, if you're going to say that, then everyone has to remember this. If you go into a partnership with anyone, I don't care if it's your best friend, your mother, your father, your brother, make sure there's a written contract. Yes. Every stipulation on that piece of paper stating the best and the worst case scenario, yeah. how it's going to be split up if it doesn't work out. Like people, people tell me all the time, they go, oh, I'm renovating my house for me and my wife and uh, I want this and this and that. And then I look at some things and I say, hey, um, not for anything, but I don't know if you're going to stay with her for your whole life. Oh, she's my wife. I'm going to be with her. I go, I don't know when you're going to die. Oh, I'm going to live forever. You know what? Six months down the road in the middle of the renovation, they break up. And then I'm like, 
you just spent that money. It's too personal. The next person doesn't want that. Yeah. I'm trying to teach you how to spend your money wisely. So yeah, do timeless finishes and whatnot. Yeah. Like, how do you, you get know, a prenup for partnerships so that you can like, <laughs> protect your own shit? Contracts. You know what? I yeah. bet you someone has actually done a prenup for contractors. Man. I'm like telling that. you that right now. There is. Some lawyers fucking fed that shit Fuck up. me and Manny should have had it a couple times. <laughs> <laughs> no. You leave? Fuck off. That's what it was. Me and Manny were like 50-50 on this. And he's like, you fuck leaving? Off. And I said, fuck you. And he said, see you later, asshole. <laughs> <laughs> now look at him. Wait. 30 contracting. Thank you so much for being on the show and, and trucking down. Absolutely. We got one last segment. So I just want to remind everybody, www.sturdycontracting.ca. Quaid at sturdycontracting.ca. And it's Sturdy Contracting and Co. Yeah. On Instagram. Yes, yeah, sorry, you were going to say something? And then the Are you falling asleep? No. And then the skies open for the 12 <laughs> questions. <laughs> you ready for this? Yep. Let's get it. One. Uh, uh, uh. <laughs> what is your favorite construction word? Planning. Wow. Fitting. Number two. Uh, uh, uh. <laughs> what is your least favorite construction word? Problems. <laughs> Three. Uh, uh, uh. <laughs> what turns you on in construction, Quaid? Not clean me. miters. Wow. Tight. Tight, yeah, clean nice, miters. Tight Number four. <laughs> uh, uh, uh. <laughs> what turns you off in construction? Fucking hacks, people that don't like doing their job, (laughs) complainers, all that shit. (laughs) Yeah, I'm on the I'm on the same page as you. What is he? Six. (laughs) (laughs) What is your favorite curse word? Fuck, definitely fuck. (laughs) Okay, what is your favorite vehicle? Anything in the world. Fucking Rolls Royce. Wow. Oh, yeah, that'd be... 24 and right to the fucking I thought you were going space shuttle for shit. <laughs> what is your least favorite? Kia Souls, those stupid oh, fucking fucking the hamster. My buddy just bought one of 2100 bucks. <laughs> oh, man. What oh. construction sound or noise do you love? Fucking... Oh, that's a good one, actually. Cutting wood, just like big timber or chisels, or chiseling out some nice fucking chisels timber. Nice sound. Yeah. yeah. What construction sound or noise do you hate? <laughs> <laughs> yes, Jam yes, saws nice and sound. shit. You know when someone's just cutting something and it goes it left? Screams, it's yeah, it's crying, scream- it's screaming. Yeah. And you're like, change the blade. <laughs> <laughs> Let go of the trigger. <laughs> the smoke means change the blade. <laughs> <laughs> what profession other than your own would you like to attempt? You're too young, but fucking. <laughs> <laughs> Don't say porn. <laughs> <laughs> no, something in the music industry for sure. That'd be nice. Yeah, be a fucking rock instrument star. or a singer. <laughs> uh, I wouldn't mind singing. Well, wait a second. We already heard you do that. <laughs> <laughs> I said I wouldn't mind. I don't know wouldn't if I could mind. do it. <laughs> Don't. What profession would you like or not like to do? Fucking plumber. I don't know how you guys do that. Dealing with shit all day. No thanks. <laughs> it's hard. <laughs> you know what, though? I'm sorry, but like, Jeff's actually, a plumber, man. You know He's what? Making fucking pure cake. Hey, you know what? I, actually, I'd rather be a plumber than a mechanic. I don't like fucking work. I know a lot of plumbers that drive Porsches, man. Well, shit. Oh, yeah. Plumber. Small, small story. I'm building a nightclub downtown Toronto. Huh? And my wife comes to visit with the kid. <laughs> and they're walking around. My guys are on different floors. 
And I'm like, where's my fucking wife? And they're like, oh, upstairs with the plumber. (laughs) 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 Uh (laughs) Last question. If heaven exists, what would you like to hear God say when you arrive at the pearly gates, Quaid? Fine job, Lucille. (laughs) 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 Carlito, do you have anything to ask the young gentleman here well he's definitely gonna have to come back i gotta i gotta see what this guy is oh, up to, to in in a less than a year yeah we'll get you back on the show next year see um, what see where things great. are and how you're doing and awesome. i would love if you could send manny of uh, that uh group that you're dealing with for the entrepreneurs oh, absolutely. he mentioned yeah. it i already know it no the i know but i'd like to have them on it's just if you got this document that I emailed to you, it has everybody's information. I don't got time to check emails. <laughs> <laughs> the time or the knowledge? <laughs> Both. <laughs> That's why I hire people. <laughs> Is there anything else, Quaid? I think we covered uh, it quite a bit. No, thank you guys for doing this. Honestly, like it's great to see people that are actually contributing to the uh, the industry and trying to teach people and put the information out there, right? So you guys and inspired me to try and do better and. And uh, really important, thanks for taking my challenge on and, and proving to me that uh, 24-year-olds can actually do good, so hats off to you. <laughs> Thank you, sir. Yeah, no. I was like wondering what the hell is going on over there, man. <laughs> Holy cow. You're impressive. No. Now I just need to see the work and see the the energy make it to where you're saying absolutely you follow yeah. me I'm, on I'm excited i'm going to yeah follow me there i'm yeah. gonna start i'm actually i got a sales coach through that uh organization that i'm part of so uh he's kind of he's telling me to like reach out add more people on facebook put your name out there post more on instagram and all that so i'm really trying to stay on top of that and i again i i'm a really big fan of quality stuff so i have a hard time getting over like the it's not going to be perfect yeah on the bat so I'm trying to work over that hurdle and just start putting stuff out there so that people can actually see too. Cause it is good to see things from the start and watch it progress. Right. So if people can kind of follow along with my progress and see that it's possible, but no matter what age you are, right. Like I, again, I want to age has never been an issue. Honestly, I'm no. not like him. I don't have an issue. It's just, I'll listen to you. If you're 24, 21, if you're 70, I don't care. I'll oh. just, I'll listen to you. I'll listen yeah. to you, but you gotta, you gotta prove to me yes. what you're worth. Yeah. yeah. But uh, you dismiss my, my, my experiences have been bad Yeah, and I've given it, it more than enough times for opportunity. So if you date one blonde and she screws you over, you date another blonde, she screws you over, you date another blonde and she screws you over. You just keep bringing the blondes. (laughs) 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 Just, just do me, just do me a favor. Don't procrastinate. Everything you say you're going to do, do it. Do it. Don't be like me. Say you're going to do something and then you never do it. And then you kick yourself in the fucking ass. 30 years later, you could have been financially free and you could have been retired and you don't have to worry about anything in life. That's the thing. I'm trying to really like, I'm trying to limit what I say, even for like random tasks or details or like providing clients with certain things. I'm trying to limit what I actually say up front that if anything, if I provide that to you and I didn't say I was going to do it, then you're happier. Whereas if I say I'm going to do all these things and I don't come through with any of them, you're obviously going to be fucking angry at me. So, and you are going to get your age group. You are going to get our age group telling you you're fucked. Oh, yeah. oh, yeah. I already got way. some people that are like, what the fuck are you do? You will. Like, you oh. will. They just don't listen just, to them. You know oh, what? Listen to them, smile, and just walk away and just fucking do it anyway. 
I just, yeah, if you want to live your nine to five or whatever, you go right ahead and do that. But I, I just want to do more than that. So good, good for you, man. man. Good for you, dude. Really proud of you, man. I don't Honestly. even know you, and I'm proud of you. Oh, thank you, guys. Well, Appreciate your daughter's it. dating him, apparently. <laughs> so, <laughs> dude, I'd be more than happy, but she's older than you. <laughs> you like older girls? Sure. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll call you when she breaks up with her TCL, boyfriend. TCL, the, the construction <laughs> tinder. Okay, all right. Carlito, we got to get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> Quaid, thank you so much again for being thank on the you, show, man. man. Thank Taking you, the truck all the way down here, man. Honestly, Absolutely. really appreciate it, man. Sturdy Contracting Co. www.sturdycontracting.ca and Quaid at sturdycontracting.ca and Instagram sturdycontracting co. You got it. Carlito, let's get out of here. That was show number six. We're on to show number seven. 24. <laughs>